Half Tense Podcast. Go. Hi. Show me your penis. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wanted to get, like, a rustling noise on the mic. <laughs> you were about to, though. Yeah. So, we're rallying. Yeah. Oh, man. A hot, he had a real long day. Yeah. And I had... I had three... I only had three beers, but it felt like 13 beers. What? What is that with you lately? That happened at the game yesterday. Oh, yeah. I don't know. So, we went to the Braves game. This is a... This is Sunday night. We went to a Braves game yesterday, Saturday, and Tommy had one beer... Granted, a 16-ounce, <laughs> but he was like... And it was I, an IPA. He was like, I feel hammered. <laughs> we were very dehydrated. It was, yeah. it was hot. I think that's the problem. I, I need more water in me, dude. And yeah. Especially with my back right now. Yeah. If anybody has any lower back issues and they know how to fix it, holler at me. because I'm a real boss. I feel like poop. I mean, I have like, I have a day drinking hangover right now, so... Nothing a little bit of hibiki. <laughs> won't fix segue so yeah our our drink of the episode is uh suntory hibiki japanese whiskey and if you've never had this before it's aside from the whiskeys that cost three thousand dollars this is the best whiskey i've ever had it's really good whiskey yeah it's it's as good as bourbon if not better yeah yeah like sorry for yawning (laughs) I, I, i like i prefer bourbon in general but if I if it were this versus a really good bourbon, I would probably take this. And this is the Japanese Harmony. So the reason I was interested in getting it, I've had it before at a restaurant, but uh, there's a Japanese whiskey shortage, and there you can't get the 12 year or the 17 year anywhere. So if you see those, snatch them up and either drink it and enjoy it, which is what you should do, or resell it. Anything but, with aged whiskey or bourbon, because bourbon needs to be aged a little bit longer too, you guys are going to continue seeing prices go up. Yep. So if you want to be a collector and collect something real nice, you could probably make a profit on it. Yeah, people, because people in general, like especially our generation, they're getting more interested Mm-hmm. In this kind of, in like really fine spirits. So this is just the Japanese harmony is what it's called. There's no year on it. You can check out the episode image, but it's so good. Yeah, it's really good. It's it's the smoothest whiskey you'll ever drink. Yeah. Cheers to that. Incredible. I mean alright, so think about this the day that I had was uh I went to Ladybird, which is like basically a brunch place. Had two beers there. Actually, I had four beers. Or maybe three. I can't remember. I had two beers at Ladybird. I walked probably two miles down the Beltline, maybe a mile, mile and a half down mm-hmm. the Beltline to New Realm Brewery. I had two beers there. Okay. Walked back to Ladybird, got in my car, went and played softball and volleyball. And two ga- or one game of softball, two games of volleyball. And um, it was... A lot. Yeah, see, drinking after and recreational ha- sports is the way to do it. And after all of that, I'm having whiskey, a sipper of whiskey, yeah. and I'm enjoying it. Yeah, well... It, and and that, I have a headache. That, that's a good point. <laughs> That'll, it might stave off the headache until you wake up tomorrow. It might be there mm-hmm. then. But yeah, I, I played softball for a season several jobs ago at a law firm that I worked at, and we always did pizza and beer before. Yeah. And that doesn't make any sense. No, get, we, the, get there a little early, warm up, have it after the game. We seldom won. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. Um, before we move on to, we actually have a topic this week. Yeah. Um, but important matters. New None. patrons. We don't have any patrons. <laughs> <We do. laughs> well, that one was for Brent. 
No, that's for Corey. Uh, do we do that for everybody? Yeah. Or is that a tier I'm giving thing? it to everybody. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Corey R. New page, new uh, crafty boy. It's so the transition there. We need to stop for a second before we transition because we're so I like quick. flying into it. Yeah. Um. So we have a new crafty boy and we have a new Hoswog. So we've mentioned listener Brent before. Actually played some Rocket League and Halo with him today. That was awesome. Yeah. How much longer um, did you guys play after I left? Several games. Yeah. I mean, like four or five. Oh, it, was, nice. it was still Halo and it was still good. Yeah. So we should play more. Yeah, probably. But, um. Yeah, so we didn't have a topic, and what time is it even? How many? I'm like, I have no five idea. To 11. Five to eleven. Correct. Okay. Wow. Yes. So, so Brent, I asked him. I said, "Hey, uh, I, I got the notification that he he pledged." Thanks, so, Brent. I love you, man. Dude, you got a real big face, and I love you. He's awesome. So, <laughs> I'm so confused. Because <laughs> the only thing, the only pictures I've ever seen of Brent are like his Twitter avatar. Oh, that's true. And it's like a close up of he's his a face. Beast. Yeah, he's he's like a guy I seriously wouldn't want to get into a fight with. Uh, I can tell you that much right now. Oh, uh, good. So Brent had a couple suggestions, and he said to pick one without telling him, and then just go for it on the podcast. And Tommy doesn't know about this either. So I think this is a very timely thing to talk okay. about here. Oh boy. And I'm going to read this word for word from Brent because I, I like to make sure that we cover that properly. And then, you know, we can sort of go from there. Is the mob mentality of Twitter, people, or Facebook a good thing or a bad thing in the end? Example, the Roseanne Barr thing. Coming from a comedic background and being white, would the rules apply to someone like Chris Rock? Even the same mob was trying to get Joe Rogan fired from the UFC, too. YouTube it. It's nuts. That was a comment from Brent. Um, who's Roseanne Barr again? Is okay. she the one that tried to act black and she was no, white? No, 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 no. That, that was the leader of the, um, oh, hell, now you're going to test me, like the ACLU or, so, or some black union, you know, progressive group. Uh-huh. Not ACLU, but, uh, wait a minute, uh, NAACP maybe? We got a knock on the door. We got to take a break. <laughs> That was convenient. That gave me a time, a uh, chance to look up that woman's name. Um, real quick, just yeah. for listeners, uh, our neighbor James just came over, and he brought over linens for Alex, <laughs> and I realized that... We swapped beds. Alex gave James his bed, and James is really excited to sleep on it tonight. Yeah, it's because... Oh, wait a minute. I'll save the announcement for the end of the podcast. Don't let me forget. Announcement? Yes. So anyways, just try and remember, remind okay. me. And back to the NAACP thing. This Rachel Dolezal or whatever, literally a white woman just identifying as black. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But yeah, and then she got outed and all this stuff. So anyhow, Roseanne Barr is, she, she's from the show Roseanne, and they had the reboot, which was yeah an unbelievable success okay i saw i heard i saw things on reddit about it i did yeah so so you know hater or lover whatever so i'm not gonna read the tweet because it's shitty she's an idiot for saying it it was horrible poor taste it offended a lot of people rightfully so that's fine and abc canceled her show as a result of it And, and again this show was wildly popular all right now i need to know we gotta find it Okay, well, I guess I can... I'll read it because it's there's no, like, actual epithets in this. It's just the context is awful. Okay. So it was about this lady named Valerie Jarrett. She was the senior advisor to President Obama. 
Mm-hmm. And she said, Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby equals VJ, i.e. Valerie Jarrett. So, yeah. Why would you say something like that, even if you think it? Uh, it's offensive. You're an idiot, especially when you're in the public eye and you are risking all those things. So, again, an ABC is a business in a capitalist society and they can employ and fire whomever they want. Mm -hmm. That's all fine. But the problem that I have with it and have always had with it and have been preaching about it to anybody who will listen to me is the hypocrisy of the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So you have another uh, media personality on the other side of... Now, Roseanne is extremely conservative, by Mm -hmm. the way. So she's, you know, obviously that's her huge, I guess, viewer base would be mostly from the show, Reboot. There's another media personality by the name of Samantha B, and who, by the way, I've never heard of in my life until this whole thing. But she uh, she commented on on her live show about a picture that Ivanka Trump posted on her Instagram, I think, and it was her hugging her child. Mm-hmm. And basically, she was she was blaming her for being insensitive about you know, ripping up immigrant families and in, in, in these issues of child being, children being separated from their parents. And so she called her a feckless C-word. Okay. So why is it okay for her to do that and get away with that and not lose her job, or at least as of the time of this recording? But Roseanne, did, she lost her job. And, and another perfect example, one year ago... I think it was in June, might have been late May. Point is, almost exactly one year ago, Bill Maher or Mayer or whatever the hell his name is on HBO. He has a show, a show called Real Time with Bill Maher, and mm-hmm. he is one of the most polarizing individuals in this country. I mean, a lot of people hate him on both sides. Mm-hmm. Now he's extremely far to the left, but you have even liberals who completely don't identify with him. And he had an interview with a United States senator. And I can't remember the senator's name, sorry. I, I think he was from Nebraska. But he said something, the, the senator said something along the lines of, you know, jokingly like, oh, you should come and work in the fields with us, uh, Bill, or something. And Bill literally said, oh, no thanks, I'm a house N-word. Mm-hmm. So not only... Was the guy black? No. Okay. And, and then, you know, he, he you know, there were like groans in the audience and everything. But you have this extremely, quote, popular, I guess, media personality, not media, but celebrity mm-hmm. who's, who says the most offensive thing out of all three things that I, I just said, would, mm-hmm. I would say most people would say that's unanimously the most offensive. And nothing happened. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand that double standard. It's, it's complete hypocrisy. Well, I think those the, – the, so here's my – viewpoint is that the the two people that that got away with saying those things aren't supposed to be beloved characters they're they're polar like as you said they're polarizing and they have already negative uh stigmas with them yeah yeah i would agree with that and and roseanne is supposed to be somebody that you look to to unwind and watch her show and enjoy her but then if she puts out this you know political so it's, it's almost like inconsistent with her character yeah that's what i would say because then then you're you you don't see her as roseanne anymore you see her as yeah. political roseanne when those other two people are already i mean political. she already was though she most liberals hate roseanne no roseanne Barr, not the character roseanne yeah, yeah. because she's conservative yeah so and and 
that's your opinion, I think that's totally bogus. Mm -hmm. I think everybody should be held accountable in the same way as everybody else. Yeah. And it's like, if, if the rule is you get fired for shitty behavior, fine. Everybody should get fired. Mm -hmm. If, and this is the way I think it should be, you say whatever the hell you want because of the First Amendment, and that's that, then that should also apply to everybody. Maybe, was there any kind of stipulation in her... Like contract. contract that she had to Maybe. keep her social media personality. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, that could very easily be on here. I don't. I definitely don't claim to be a an expert in that realm. But I, I guess just trying to answer the question as best as I can to uh, Brent's to Brent's point. You know, he said, "Is the mob mentality of Twitter people good or Facebook a good or a bad thing?" And I think it is a horrible thing. Yeah. I mean, I I there is nothing worse than idiots on the internet. Yeah, I, I always another one of the things I preach is do not argue on the internet. Yeah, and it's it's kind of interesting. Keyboard warriors. Well, yeah, social justice warriors. Neckbeards. <laughs> yes, it's actually really interesting because I am reading a book. Thank you, Tara, called The Circle right now. Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, I have not read a fiction novel for pleasure, um, probably in since Nam twenty years. Yeah, since since Nam since Nam. <laughs> so, wow. But anyways. <laughs> They talk about, basically, you have this system called True You, where everything, uh, you, you are basically plugged into everything, and it's your social media, your, uh, your, your personal history, your, your logins, your passwords, every, everything is condensed into one. So obviously, it sounds extremely convenient and, and, and all that, but you're basically selling your soul to this, this company. Actually, yeah. It's actually called The Circle. And it, it, they talk in the book about how Nobody does that on the internet because there is no anonymity. Mm -hmm. You can't even go. This sounds funny. You can't go into the internet being anonymous. You have an identity, and everything that you say is you are held accountable for. And like that, that sounds like a good idea. Mm -hmm. It's sort of some people think communism sounds like a good idea. It doesn't work in practice. Yeah, and that's what the problem is. And because people just go out, they go out on these insane rampages on Twitter. And they think they're awesome and they just say whatever they want. And you have this mob mentality when in reality that's that's such a tiny segment of the population. Yeah. But the squeaky wheel gets the oil. Yeah. That's how it always works and how it or how it has always worked and probably always will work. Funny, this I mean, this is kind of related, a little unrelated, but um I was just watching game two of the NBA finals and uh the commentator, Jeff Van Gundy, who I think he says some good things and some bad things about the sport. He was complaining about how, you know, some certain players argue every single foul call yeah, yeah. in the league. Yeah. And he was saying that it needs to be more consistent because the guys who argue every single foul call get this long leash of how, how much they can complain to the refs. And then the people that are very quiet and they say one thing, the refs get on them immediately and, yeah. and give them a technical yeah, foul. Yeah, it's almost like it's part of their paycheck to be like this this eyesore mm -hmm. for the sport. Like to be a, to make a spectacle of themselves. Well, I wasn't going there. I was I was kind of relating it back to your squeaky wheel gets gets the oil thing. The squeaky wheels are the ones that complain all the time, get their get their calls and get to talk to yeah, the yeah, refs. Yeah, that, that's a good And then the ones call. who are clean get penalized immediately well, for yeah. not for because because they're not known to be it so when they do you're like that's exactly right and that's like people certain people on a certain end of the political spectrum usually are more quiet about things mm -hmm. and as soon as they say anything and express an opinion oh my god wow brent great topic 
Another very important thing. I'm going to teach you a new word. It's an internet word, which drives me nuts. It's called doxing. Okay. It's a portmanteau of sorts of documents and compiling. Mm -hmm. And basically, you can compile as much public information as you can about somebody and publish it online as, a, as an avenue for people who hate that person to make threats, actually find and kill them, whatever. That sounds like... Like B, like uh, what's what's that that uh board the 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 dirt of the internet, the scumbags of the internet. I can't think of the name. Oh, of it. I don't know. Uh, it's it's Reddit Reddit in this site kind of go at it. No, I I'm actually blanking on it. Four chan? Yes, four chan. Okay. Like four chan is is the the shit like community of the internet that's kind of where yeah um, reddit is where the internet sits and then like shit internet is is 4chan, 4chan. Yeah. and that's where there's a lot of like the really the scummiest of the scum go to like uh do really dark things and hack people and get together and try to hack people yeah and uh before before i knew about reddit i knew about 4chan i never went on it but i knew people who did right so this, uh, I, I can't remember. Some of these things, I, I don't want to sit here and Google stuff the entire show. So if you're interested, you really, this is important stuff. You really the should show. Google these things and, and check them out. But as far as I know, the lady that got doxxed, her name, or she goes by Amy Mech or something like that. And so she is a conservative mm -hmm. and she expressed her viewpoints or whatever online. And this Huffington Post writer, which is an extremely left news media outlet or just media outlet I don't even want to call it news and she this writer of an article he doc, he did the doxing on her and also in the meantime I, I believe her husband and he got fired because of her views not even his views mm -hmm. which are not perfectly aligned with hers because mm -hmm. I've read about it yeah that is scary yeah so what? So explain more what doxing is. This guy, this you use. You just use public domain. You know anything you can find online, yeah. social media, whatever, any information that you have access and to. You publish like their and you, what, their address. Yeah, or email address, and yeah, like you know how you just creepily them. easy it is to find that stuff. Yeah. You know, I just never. I've heard of it before. I didn't know it that's because you Yeah, 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 exactly. And you're a normal person, so things like this never even cross your mind. But yeah. this woman got all these death and rape threats mm -hmm. and all this stuff, and it's. It's terrifying. Yeah. And again, her husband lost her job because of her views. Mm -hmm. That is the height of insanity. Mm -hmm. And shit. It, I mean, like I, I used to think that Nick, uh, my my former co-host on on Two V One, he used to he used to say that this is sort of a this is like a a spell that we're going through and it's gonna pass. I sure hope so. I am. The optimist in ninety nine percent or ninety nine percent of the time, and Nick is always the pessimist. Mm -hmm. This is one time that I disagree with him. Yeah, I think it's going to get a lot worse before it ever gets better. If it gets better, oh, a lot worse. I, I, I would agree with you. I, I don't know if it'll ever get better because people are just going to have access to more and more personal information about everyone in this yeah. world as and, time goes and, on. And just to be clear, I'm not specifically talking about doxing. Doxing, I, I hate saying. I'm talking about just the this era of sensitivity and censorship, and you can't say this, but you can say this, and that's not this. It's actually this. This mm -hmm. is what we call this, mm -hmm. and it, like there's a euphemism for everything, and just oh my god, it's really overwhelming. Yeah, it and it is getting actually overwhelming, overwhelming to the, to the point that uh, how much you have to watch your 
language. Um, you have to, like I understand. I, I do. I I can empathize a little bit with people on certain terms, but there's a lot of things that just 10 to 15 years ago everybody just kind of dealt with. I mean, I I don't know personally what like why certain words were offensive to mm-hmm. some people, right? But now they are 10 or 15 years later. I don't yeah. know if it's that people are just feel more confident in, in this day and age to come out and say, hey, this is offensive. They're but, also words. But that that's what I was yeah. going to. Yeah. It's also, whatever happened to sticks and stones can break my bones, but yeah. words can never hurt me. Yeah. Like, who didn't use that at some point in their life? Exactly. And honestly, it, it's it's a saying for a reason. It's because it actually it's works. True. Yeah. You sh- really should just be comfortable with who you are and don't let other people bring you down. I, yeah. I, and I mean, there. I guess there's probably ways to bring you down to the point of like op- oppression because of somebody else has some power over you and that probably has, you know, that that's probably where it all stems from and why this is becoming such a thing these days. Um, but the point is the sensitivity, the sensitivity towards words is what bothers me. Yeah. But I'm a I'm a white male uh, who's been raised we, under we have a white good, privilege. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, like, I, no. There, there's there's a lot of privileges that we do have that we you know got to be thankful for and whatnot. But it and, sucks, and, and, <laughs> and I definitely am. But I mean, I I talking about just words and being told that you can and cannot say certain things for fear of like I have always in in most of my workplaces that I've been in, I feel like I've been surrounded by more people with opposing viewpoints than I do, especially politically. And I have a rule. I just don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. I, I actually tell them, I was like, I refuse to talk about this with you because I, I do fear repercussions or biases. You know, like what about when it comes time for a raise a year from now, if your boss does not have the same political view as you, that's a real thing. Yeah. And it's, it's just crazy to me because they talk about their stuff and I just sort of put up with it because I don't really give a shit, even if I think or know they're wrong. Mm-hmm. And But I just deal with it. Mm-hmm. But if I voice my opinion in the same rational, probably more rational and more composed and tranquil about it, I, I am ostracized. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that. That's a double standard. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You feel very strongly about your, your political opinions. I do know this about you. Yeah, of course. But I have never... I mean... I've never seen you get in a heated argument with somebody about it. No, them. no. The only time that anybody had to tell me like to calm down was one of my... <laughs> Cody, a uh, li- uh, friend and listener Cody, very good friend who... We agree on some things, not all things, but I wasn't... I was with a group of like three or four other guys, and I was get I get heated and passionate. Right now, I'm, I'm speaking with some projection, mm-hmm. and, and I was getting... I was also drinking. I was, <laughs> I was getting loud. He was like, Alex... You don't have to yell. Everybody here agrees with you. I was like, I know. I'm just so passionate about this. And so that's really where that, that even comes from. But, you know, I'm not an idiot. Like, you can't – sometimes you can't persuade somebody of, of your opinion. And you don't need to. But you, both sides do need to be able to talk about it with, without fear of being ostracized or taken action against or hurt yeah. or whatever. I would – there's a few people that I can think of right now that I would love to have in this room with us because I don't have a strong political opinion and I wish I, I I mean, someday I will hopefully get to it. Honestly, I've gotten by in life pretty well with not having a strong political opinion. You and probably most other people. So, I mean, 
what that'll there, there'll be a, a point that'll cross for me that I'll realize I need to get a stronger one. But there's some people that I'd love to be here and moderate between you and somebody yes, else from the awesome. other side. That would be a really good. As long as like thing. you guys could cheer, you guys or girl, whoever it com- whoever comes up, could cheers at the end and be like, "Thank you for coming there onto is, the podcast." There is nobody that I couldn't do that with. Mm-hmm. I know that I know you could. I I absolutely I can look you in the eye and tell you that. Yeah. And no matter what we talked about, you know what I mean. I'd be willing. I'd be okay to shake hands at the end and be like. You're wrong about everything, but you're another person and you're entitled to your opinions and I'm cool with you and we can have this drink together. And I would really hope that that person would say, you're wrong about everything, yeah. but I will cheers with you because yes. you're entitled to your opinion. That is what politics should be. Yes, exactly. Not, not, a, not a hissy fight. Yeah, and and also I'm being humorous. Like I, I do learn from people, even mm. people that I disagree with. So not wrong about everything, maybe just 90% of things. <laughs> but back to the First Amendment. That is the one thing that makes America different from basically everywhere else in the world. And we are trampling on it. Yeah, we're trying to get for granted. We're trying to get away from it. Like if something ever happened to that, this is no longer the greatest country in the world. Mm-hmm. And that's scary. Well, already a lot of people probably think we're not the greatest country yeah, well, in the world. Yeah, of course. Of course, yeah. But at the same time, we still have everybody banging on the doors trying to get in. So mm-hmm. that speaks volumes about that. But anyways, did we cover most things? What, what, did he have another another um, nope. title or another topic? Nope. I mean, he had three topics, and he had, he told me to just pick from one. Oh, to okay. That. So we can tuck the other ones maybe away for later. All right, that sounds like but a plan. But did you have anything else to contribute to that? Mob mentality. Form opinions on your own, first <laughs> of all. Don't just listen to what everybody else says. Yeah. I think that's... I think that... <laughs> honestly it maybe i don't know if that makes me it makes me almost feel like i'm not an active member of society because i don't join into those yeah, mob mentalities here. but at the same but same I, time i wear that as a badge of honor not being a part of of society i think we've we've talked about this before i feel like i'm really very good at putting the the shoe on both feet yeah it i mean a lot of the times i mean i do form my own opinions about certain things where i do feel strongly about some things but if there's people arguing about two things, it's probably because there's two sides to the situation, and I can see that a lot. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like watching Game of Thrones. Yeah, James, James always neighbor James. He's always like, yeah, it sucks, but he's like, but I see that other person's perspective. Yeah, if you watch that show and consider everybody's perspective, it from all makes their sense. point. It's like, well, okay, I mean, I'd probably be doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah, I would not be a good politician. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, at all yeah i don't know that's that's a that's a funny little quandary there or maybe that makes me an amazing politician yeah I don't exactly know. you could be a legitimate moderate which mm-hmm. would be good because you would represent the majority of americans who in my heart of hearts i still believe most people are moderate mm-hmm. most people or you know they might they might lean one way or the other but i still think they're largely moderate but they're not the ones that speak up mm-hmm. so anyways quick announcement i have a huge headache yeah, there. Well, that's it. See you later, guys. Yeah, we'll see you. <laughs> now we'll wrap up. Um, last last time we recorded, things were still uncertain. I'm staying in Atlanta, and Tara's moving here. Hallelujah! Craftheads podcast forever. Holla, holla at a boss. Yes. Congratulations. See ya. I'm leaving. Weren't there a couple other things? Yes. Um, oh, uh, so Gino, my brother Gino, has friends that are huge fans of the Craft Test podcast. Yeah, baby. Huge fans. And they wanted like business cards. I gave Gino like 20 business cards and he was really excited he was going to give them out Huckle to all G his friends. Huckle G and get some money. <laughs> so, 
Gino, here it goes. I need to call out, shout out all of his friends. Yeah, he boy. wants them all shout outs. And they're all too young to try to donate. They have to get their parents' credit cards and bullshit. No, go ahead and get your parents' credit cards. <laughs> you guys give us as much money as you'd like to. So, to his friends, I have a list here. Nathan, what up, boy? Connor, what's up, boy? Tyler, what's up, boy? Josh, what's up, boy? And Gina, what's up, boy? <gasps> oh, and Caitlin. We have a girl in here. One of, one of his girl friends, girl space friends, Caitlin. Shit, yeah. Shout out to all of you. Um, hopefully you guys are enjoying these episodes. This one was real political and probably has nothing to do with you guys. No, start forming opinions early. That's good. <laughs> we can Before talk- you get brainwashed by higher education. You guys uh, should let Gino higher know education. what we should talk about. Uh, like maybe our first 6th grade, 8th grade dance. I don't know. I think you guys just had your 8th grade dance, right? So I, I'd uh, love to talk about that one episode or something. Hell yeah. Speaking of shout outs. Yes. Are you still with us? Arctic... Rain. Arctic rain. No, Arctic. It was no, there was no C? I'm pretty sure it was A R T I C. And and then R A N E? Yeah, I-N. I think so. It was Point definitely R A N E. So he was another Rocket League opponent. And did we beat him or I feel like they spanked us? No, they, they whooped our ass. Okay, to be fair, Tommy and I have been killing it lately. We won like, I don't know, 15 of our last 18 games or something. But this guy beat us and he was real cool and we were doing our usual chp plugins and he's like dude i'll check it out and i told him to give him a shout out so arctic rain thanks for listening <laughs> <laughs> and i'm messaging you on xbox tomorrow you better have listened uh, um oh thing? i he, he, real quick yeah I, I so i have two stories that i learned about you this weekend well, I'm last gonna, week i'm gonna tell you a new one no, last weekend and it, and I want and we're gonna bring it up on another episode because I think we can get into it. All right, somebody remind us if we don't. But I uh, I went to an EDM another EDM festival called yes. uh, Sunset Music Festival two week two weekends ago, and I got my first candies. So I wanted to shout out that girl that gave me her first festival candy. And for those of you who don't know what that is, it's not drugs. It sure it's, sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a it's an EDM tradition. Uh, EDM festival tradition, and uh, I was really happy about it. So, are you gonna tell them what it is? It's a bracelet. Okay. It's a. It, it's basically people go to EDM festivals and they wear like yeah. beaded bracelets, yeah. like eight year old beaded bracelets. And uh, if you share a moment with somebody at a festival, you're supposed to do a little handshake, and then like you pass off the candies. That's what they're called, festival yeah. candies, to the next person. And this girl and I were talking, and I was like. I be, I really wanted her candies, so this was me trying to. Ooh, push. That sounded sexual. <laughs> I was pushing for it, and she. You, you were pushing for it. <laughs> Son of a bitch! I'm sorry, I'm done. And she gave and she gave me her candy. <laughs> that was really hard to not say anything. I know I made it especially okay. sexual on that one, Thank but you. it said trippy on it, so yeah. like we trippy made. I loved it. That's awesome. Uh, Ow, that gave me a huge headache. I laugh. Whoa. Tommy is officially a festival guy. The festival. That's all well and good, but did festival you ho. did you share a Craft Heads podcast business card with her? <laughs> no. That, that is that is the real. That's the missed opportunity. I did it on the flights. I that's started true. sharing it on the flights. That's true. Okay. Right, what's the story you got to tell me it, about? It's kind of weird. It's a little disturbing. Okay. I learned something about myself. So I was, I was in. Um, Buffalo and stuff. I was visiting Tara for like a, a week through Memorial Day holiday. And at one point, we went to the Buffalo Zoo. Mm-hmm. I am against zoos. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I think they're really shitty. Yeah. 
you're locking shit up in in places that shouldn't be locked up and especially here was the main thing like for example the aquarium here in georgia or in atlanta it's called the georgia aquarium it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. fish are real stupid and it doesn't matter whether we're talking about a koi or a clownfish or a whale shark they're real stupid they have real short attention spans they probably think they're in the pacific ocean and they're like what are these people doing down here and then five seconds later they're like what are these people doing down here (laughs) so that's a little different yeah even some mammals and such like zebras and meerkats and shit still sucks not sure it freaks me out that much you know what really freaked me out who what the gorillas oh yeah yep they're too close to humans yeah I was looking into the pen, and I almost started crying. Really? Yeah. Like, I didn't quite well up, but I felt really shitty inside because it. one of the gorillas, one of the older boys... Actually, he was, like, the the, the alpha. He had a silverback and everything, because they don't get the until, like, 10 or 15 years into their lives. And I, I wish the listeners could see my face. He made this face like this. Yeah, he was... <laughs> he looked disappointed in me personally. Yeah. And... The, the worst thing about it is the eye contact. It looks like a person. Mm-hmm. It's way too... It's way too, It hits too close to home, and you empathize, and you're like, this is wrong. Yeah. And I hated it. Wow, that's... um, I I mean, not that I wouldn't have thought that you would think that, yeah. but it's just... Yeah, I it was weird, that about you. weirdly revelatory for me. So I, I think a while back I promised Tara I'd take her to the Atlanta Zoo. So the promise supersedes the fact that I hate zoos now. <laughs> yeah. So I think I still have to take her, but I don't know if I'll want to do zoos after that because I, I really don't like it. I don't think it's right. You know Bush Gardens? Did, did you ever come to Bush Gardens with me when I lived in Tampa? I've been to Bush Gardens. I didn't go with you. Oh. Who'd you go with? I don't know, but there's there's several in, in the country. There's two. I think there's more than that, but I could be wrong. Okay. Um, I can easily be wrong. The one in Tampa is... It's, Bush Gardens is like half zoo, half theme park, and there's a lot of open land there. That I that I feel comfortable with the big animals being yeah, able to, cool. to roam, but like captivity zoos, like small and, and maybe it was just the gorillas. I, I don't think this would have freaked me out so bad. Like I was looking at lions and tigers, they weren't doing shit. Mm-hmm. They were just lying there, hot as hell, sleeping. And it's like, well, pro- they probably don't. But then again, they can't run and kill all the. What was the word I learned? Carrion. No, you can't <laughs> kill carrion, unfortunately. <laughs> Gembok. I think it was a gem, yeah, Gemsbok, mm-hmm. which was just one of those crazy looking antelope sort of looking things. But like they can't, they're not free to uh, run out in the fields and murder them. So I don't know. I just looked it up. Bush Gardens is the name of two amusement parks in the United States. One is in Tampa, Florida, and the other is in Williamsburg, Virginia. So it must I was have been. Gonna, damn, I was going to say North Carolina. I went to the one in Virginia as a kid. Yeah. I think. So yeah. Did you have anything else? No. We're Save done. those stories for... Okay, see ya. See ya!